0: Hello everyone and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast. My name is Liam and I'm joined as always by my co-host George.
1: Hello there!
0: Unfortunately Grant can't make it today, but instead we have our special guest Kylie. Hello! Uh, each episode of Flawless, one of the hosts or a guest nominates an album that they think is flawless and we talk about why they love it, how they discovered it and why they think it's flawless. And as always, we do have a Patreon. You can back us there from as little as $1 a month and there's content bonuses at $5 and $10 a month. So you can find us at patreon.com slash flawless which stands for a music podcast.
1: Just in case... A M P, because sometimes it's a, we could be like A for Alpha, M for Mother, P for Patreon. <laughs> yeah.
0: A Mother, Alpha Mother Patreon. I like it. We should just, we should call our podcast that.
1: <laughs> okay. As we deviate.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kylie, as our special guest, you have nominated an album, which we are now about to talk about. Would you like to tell us what album you've nominated?
2: Yes, I have nominated Pussifer Conditions of My Parole.
3: Day gives way tonight on the storefront mannequins. The audience with Mona Lisa friends. Moonlight builds.
0: So that's very helpful Because that's actually The first time I've heard The name of the band Said out loud So I've been saying I think I've been saying Pucifer in my head Yep um, but I've
1: been saying Pucifer as well I'm, I'm glad I could help
0: Yeah <laughs> Thank you Cool So how did you discover So conditions of my oh, parole but
1: Pucifer is like Lucifer Or something I get Is it that thing? I, I don't,
0: Yeah I, I, I think gonna, I read a thing That said the first half Is puss like pussy And the second half Is Lucifer like Lucifer Yeah But I'm yeah. like no, I, I like Pucifer better
2: well, you, you can um, take that up with someone if you want to. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, how, Kylie, tell us how you discovered this album.
2: Okay, so I discovered this album probably maybe a year or two after it had been released. Somehow um, the Pussifer Project had kind of passed me by. Um, as a massive Tool fan, that kind of surprised me, so I thought... I'll look into this um, see what I think of it um, and kind of delved a bit deeper into their back catalogue as well and I loved it
0: so for that for those of you who for people who don't know how is Pussifer related to tool
2: okay so um, the only connection between tool and Pussifer is uh, Maynard mm-hmm. who uh, kind of controls every facet of this project I suppose yep um, so it's I don't want to call it a side project because I don't believe it's a side project at all. I think I, he calls it his solo project. It is his solo project, yeah. um, with some you know kind of semi permanent members of the band now. Mm-hmm. I guess, um, I guess the other thing to point out with Pussifer is it's not just a band um they consider themselves to be all kinds of things it's like a whole kind of experience as opposed of a store if you go to um arizona for example right um and if you've seen one of their live shows it's not just a music performance it's kind of a whole theater experience right. i guess nice
1: that definitely sounds like maynard james keenan
2: yeah. yes it does <laughs>
0: So, George, had you heard of Pussifer before, and/or this album in particular?
1: No, I had actually not, um, and I used, was a Tool fan also, right. and a and also a Perfect Circle fan.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that was my they, that's my teenage years right there. Yeah. Um, and what was really funny was I put this on having no. So w- the f- cover art gives nothing <laughs> away, no. right? <laughs> okay. So Ooh. the cover art looks like. Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton have gone wrong. Yeah. Um, and so I popped this on, going, I've never heard of this before, I've never heard of this, I'm, I'm interested. And I put it on for the first time, having read nothing about it whatsoever. I went about my um, laundry and doing everything else. And then I was just like, that. They're ripping off Tool quite yeah. a lot. <laughs> I was just like, they're really, he's really ripping off Maynard James Keenan. Oh God! I was just there going, really, they, they're you, really not even trying. Has to Maynard
0: know. heard this? this yeah, I know. <laughs> I was thinking,
1: yeah, but they they should really, should you know, someone tell him. Yeah, yeah, step it, step back a bit. Um, and the so I got halfway through, <laughs> and then managed to finish doing what I was doing, and then opened up the Wikipedia page and went. Oh, (laughs) that's why it sounds... Yeah, okay, it makes... Perfect sense now. So, yep. like, because as I said, like, I listen to Tool, I listen to a Perfect Circle, I listen to Maynard um, joining Tori Amos when they do tours and stuff, and they and he joins her on songs, and I love Tori Amos, and they're like best friends, and they sing lullabies to each other, which is so cute on the yeah. phone when they're on tour. Um, so I had all this like knowledge about that but I had no idea about this yeah. um, at all. So this was my first first listen. So right. it was, um, yeah. So it, it, I'd not heard of it before. Nice. What year did it come out? I've forgotten. 2011. And, yeah. 11,
2: yeah. So and this was
0: the second album. Second album, yeah. yeah. And that, But they also had a bunch of EPs along the way as well.
2: Yeah, so there were like a bunch of remix albums of the first one. Yeah. Um, and then this was like the second full-length yeah. album.
0: Yeah. And has he done all of the Puss of Stuff since the last Tool album? Like he hasn't been going back and forth, I don't think. I think No, he's... I
2: think it's all been done since the last Tool album, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, well. which is why... I think it's really funny that I chose this. Like, I could have chosen a Tool album. That's Mm. not hard to do. Yeah. But I kind of want to troll Tool fans a little bit, (laughs) (laughs) even though I am one. Um, Because Tool fans either want to come on the Pussifer journey, or they hate it, and they hate it because I guess in their mind it's somehow delaying the Tool album.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't think that's the case. You know, they're all there's all these different elements to the the Tool project and different factors at play.
3: Yeah.
0: But I, if he really, really wanted to do a Tool Tool album, he'd just do a Tool album. Ex- like, exactly. Nothing's nothing stopping him from doing a Tool album, exactly. except and, himself.
2: And like, I don't want to talk about Tool too much, except to say, why would you want the album if it's not ready?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: You're going to hate it if it's not <laughs> going to meet their expectations and your expectations. So just mm. wait it out.
1: Anyway, That's fair enough. So yeah. Liam, had you heard this record before?
0: I hadn't heard the record before. I knew they existed. So probably I,
1: because I put it on Facebook.
2: Possibly.
0: Before. Yeah. Um, yeah. I knew. I've listened to a bit of Tool. I wouldn't like, I like them, but I, I've got one of the albums, but I don't think I listen to it that often. So I knew this band existed, but I'd never listened to a single song from it. So this was my first experience first with outing. Christopher as well.
1: Ooh, we're both it's, on our first outing. Yeah. It was very Virgins.
0: exciting. Uh, which, that sounds- which really <laughs> threw me on the first song, Tiny Monsters, because I was like, here comes the Maynard Keenan song. And not only does it not sound like one of his songs, it also doesn't sound like him singing either. Is yeah. it? Do we know? Is it actually him singing? Because I was listening to this. He
1: has a really, uh, he has such a range of. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because if you listen to them, like when you listen to the tall stuff, it's very, it's different to how he presented himself in the Perfect Circle, and it's different to how he presents himself with Tori Amos. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, he has just because uh, he's got that kind of um, trill to his voice that a lot of people note, it, like that makes him him. Mm. That that's when I first was like. Someone's ripping off,, <laughs> yeah. um but it's it is still him singing,
3: yeah,
2: and that's why I think um people who hadn't listened to Pussifer when the most recent a Perfect Circle album came out, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, we've never heard him use his voice in this way before right, and he said, "Well, actually, listen yeah. to some Puafar, I kind of have, and you know, full disclosure, this isn't actually my favorite Pussifer album, okay. My favourite is the most recent one called Money Shot. Mm-hmm. However, for new listeners to Pussifer, you're probably not going to get Money Shot unless right. you've kind of listened to this one yeah. first. I'm already mm-hmm. on the Pussifer train but most people are not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so when did you get on the Pussifer train? Was it right from the start, from that very first album? Or? Mm,
2: yeah, so the first album, well, actually, the first thing I ever listened to from Pussifer and this is how I recommend everyone... Um, listens to them for the first time, is the full director's cut of the conditions of my Parole music video.
3: Right.
2: Then you kind of get a sense of where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. There's a sense of humour there that, um, you know, you don't get much of a sense of humour on a Tool album, yeah, for example. No. Um So it kind of sets you up for, okay, what is this? Is this serious? Is it not? Um and it kind of um, sets the scene for, I guess, the, the whole theatre aspect of it as well. Mm-hmm. So you see this whole kind of um, scenario play out in the music video and, um, yeah, highly recommended.
0: Because the number of people listed as contributing to the album is very long and I couldn't find what they all did on each track or anything like that. Yeah, but it's
2: kind of difficult to, to pin it down.
0: Yeah, so the full list of people who contributed to the album, Maynard, James Keenan, Matt Mitchell and Josh Eustace, the three of them also produced, and then you've got Karina Round, Juliette Komagia, Matt McJunkins. That's that's not a real name. That's, some guys have made that up. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Friedel, Gil Sharon, and Rain, Rani Sharon, Johnny Polonski, Tim Alexander, Devo, Keenan, Alessandro Cortini, Tanya O'Callaghan, Sarah Jones, and John Theodore. Yeah. And if I had to guess, I'd say at least two-thirds of those names are made up. Just, no, just that, off the back of reading, well, I was like, you, you no, laughed, that's not real man. you laughed at Matt
2: McJunkins. So um, <laughs> he actually plays uh, bass with uh, Pussifer in the live shows right. um, as well as with A Perfect Circle, right. um, also in Eagles of Death Metal. Yeah. Um, Jeff Friedel does the drums in all the live shows for mm-hmm. all of, uh, for Pussifer, A Perfect Circle, Devo, um, and they both have their own band together called The Beta Machine, so they're right. very
1: much real people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe real people, but are they real names?
0: Yeah, that's there. That's like a. Um, they all had a lot of them had Wikipedia links on their names. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I didn't have the energy to go and look them all up and find out that they're they it's alternate names of people who are in my favorite bands, and I should have been following this thing from day one <laughs> or something, <laughs> which is what usually happens when Wiki's got like a link. He's like, oh, what's tantalizing. I'll click it. Ah, <laughs> damn it! I should have been a fan. Uh, uh, what was I doing? Four days later, yeah, are yeah. yeah. still in <laughs> <on Wiki> hole. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So did you love this album right from the start, right from the first time you heard it?
2: Look, the thing with this album and Pussifer in general is I find you've got to work at it. Mm -hmm. So I don't think anyone coming into this album cold just loves it straight off the bat. You might find conditions of my re- parole enjoyable first time you listen to it, especially in conjunction with the music video. But for the rest of it, I think some people, especially Tool fans, might be a little bit confused at first. What is yeah. this I'm listening to?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, tool fans are usually confused. <laughs> That's right. And um, I, Speaking it, as a Tool fan, yes. I'm often confused. And seem to be lacking a sense of humour, I find. Oh, well, no,
3: I'm hilarious. Well... <laughs>
2: And company accepted, of course. Um, but yeah, a lot of them just don't seem to get Pussifer or don't want to get it. Like, yeah. And that's, I guess, fine. I get it. I enjoy it. Um, and that's great. But yeah, it does take repeated listens, I think, to really get on board with it. Um, mm. In fact, for me, up until literally yesterday, my least favorite song was Monsoons. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason, it suddenly clicked. And I right. went, oh. I get it now. Mm. And the same thing will happen um, when I see them live, which I've done a couple of times. A song that I haven't rated very highly on the album, I just go, oh, my God, I totally get it now. And then yeah. it's like right to the top of the list.
0: Nice.
1: That's nice. So it's, you, You're still having a continued journey with your relationship with Pacifica. Yes, it is ongoing. Ah,
0: George. Hello. Did you get into this album, as Kylie said, not from the first listen, but did you have to work at it to feel it?
1: Well, I had to. Get over my anger at thinking someone was ripping off. <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> uh, not not including the first half. So, of the scene. So, so I was just like, "What, what the hell's going on?" Um, yeah. So um, I had, yeah, I had to work at it yeah. to listen to it. Um, so when I knew it was him, I was just like, "Oh, that this makes sense." And when I had a look and I was just like, "This is more of a solo exploration and stuff." I was like, "That makes more sense." Um, so did you say sorry? Whether this was the first or. Uh, album or it's the second second album, second second, studio album yeah. okay so second studio album so um it felt more like a first album to me when mm-hmm. i first yep. when i listened to it it felt more like it was exploring his solo side rather than it's like being established mm-hmm. in it yeah. uh, and that's just because i spent a lot of my time listening to it, a lot of tool a lot of a perfect circle which sounded so deeply polished yeah. um whereas this sounded some like so much more experimental so Mm. this it was a harder listen definitely whereas i i can point to my cdr case right now and say i can throw any of those other ones like the other like a perfect circle tool on now and go i can enjoy that from the first second yeah whereas this one i'm like yeah i had to put i had to actually put my big boots on and go let's have a listen to this and Figure out what he's playing at.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know for certain, but I feel like that's intentional. I think mm-hmm. he, he wants people to have to like, mm-hmm. work to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and to me, like listening to Puccifer, it seems to be him doing exactly what he wants to be doing. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's 100% in control of it. Yeah. And so, you know, what you're listening to is what he wants you to listen mm-hmm. to.
0: Yeah. There's always something to be said for someone who just grabs that, follows their muse and if it takes them into a place that they know their fans mm-hmm. might not be able to follow just mm-hmm. does it anyway. It's yep, like no, yeah. this is what I love and it's not, you know, and it the thing about it always is people then go, "Oh, you are ruined like you're ruining your Tool legacy or you're ruining it." Your, it's like, "No, you're not. no just, it's you know. If you don't if you don't want to listen to it, cordon don't it off, it. don't. Just be yeah. that Tool fan who only ever listens to Tool and yep. I guess only has three or four albums. What's Tool's up to?
1: Oh <sighs> man, I don't know. Okay. Oh, yeah. Whatever
0: it is, just be the guy who only ever listens to those four albums and nothing else, and that's, that's fine. But,
1: yeah. It was good that you mentioned Conditions of My Parole because I'd definitely say that was my favourite on the record. Yeah. yeah. So um, I put a little heart on it. Sweet baby, Jesus on fire. I'm a need a damn royal i a miracle to pull my ass out of this. Devil kept poking the balls. So I should the rat right to Moe Down
3: B. Cause I was over it. du to the birdie but what if she's a zombie or a Dracula, I better hang on oh, so fun. yeah
0: it's got it's a
3: chart
2: nice, for me so nice. did you watch the video no I didn't, I didn't oh, think to you should yeah, do, I do didn't this. know there was a video so the full-length version i think it's about six minutes long um starts off I'm, I'm not going to actually spoil the surprise but um, so we should we should link to it maybe yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, on Facebook page
0: after we've watched it and spoil it ourselves
2: it is just it's yeah. ridiculous it's hilarious and yeah. it suits the song perfectly
1: and it kind of sets you up for the whole tone of the album? That's the one with the quickest vocal melody, yeah, like yeah. vocal line, which is what I think I latched onto because yeah. some of the other ones I struggled with because they were slower and I was like going, okay, come on, I'm, yeah. in, a, I'm in a hurry now. Mm. Like the music was hurrying me along, yeah. But he was like, nah, taking my time. Yep. Whereas with that one, he it was the quickest vocal line alongside the music. Mm. Um, even though it had like the acoustic guitar intro um, and then heavy guitar and then yeah. spliced with acoustic. And then he was like, ah, oh, I'm just sticking about with everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just having a great time. And so I really enjoyed listening to that. Like when I, when that song came on in particular, I was like, "Oh yeah. I'm gonna yeah. A little heart I am I really like
0: that one. It's the shortest song on the album, yep. but oh, I think, it? It, but I think it's also got almost the most lyrics of any song on the album. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So there's the, all the other ones he's slow and he's considered and he's sought out and he's got long, slow intros. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one's like, no, nah, straight acoustic flush out a couple of notes and then we're just straight into it all the way through. And he's yeah rushing through that tail that sort of rambling western tale
1: i really enjoyed the thematic there's themes of very much arizona yes you're in the desert you're in the desert definitely and he talks about the verde river yes a lot um so in green valley how good is that song so that was a beautiful song um and the harmonies are awesome and it's you just think about the majesticness of it yeah. um and there are lyrics
3: worth before her majesty
1: the birdie river whale worth before her majesty the birdie river whale worth before her majesty the birdie river way of worth before her majesty the river So that's in Arizona where he owns a vineyard.
2: Yes.
3: Yes.
1: It's it's all very personal and I think, Mm -hmm. you know, a
2: lot of the Pussifer songs, not just on this album but on the most recent one as well, they do seem like deeply personal and may not be, you know, completely um, like straightforward in that but it seems to be, you know, it's about where he lives and his life and, Mm. and that really comes through for me.
1: There's so much landscape painting in this in the lyrics in this like i'm there i'm like i'm in the desert okay now i'm in the woodlands okay now i'm by the river okay Mm. you've got me you've put me in these places and he's he's painted lyrically he's always been amazing anyway but like he's painted the the place that you are and so i actually had to look up the different places like look up different parts of arizona and go oh yeah this makes
0: Mm. sense and it's also the some of the tiles are quite folksy as well like that, that line of, yeah, where you're worth before Her Majesty is a very, like a folktale sort of line, mm-hmm, yep. which is really cool as well. And, so then put that against heavy stomping guitars and really sort of wailing and gnashing stuff. So you would normally expect that sort of stuff to be part of folk music with acoustic guitars and lighthearted stuff. But he, yeah, he takes that and then wails it and gnashes it. It's really cool.
1: And that definitely sounds like him singing.
0: Yes. yes. So <laughs> that, So that was my thing when I first heard the album. I got into the tool songs right away. Yeah. So that that was the any time it sounded like, oh yeah this is kinda of like a tool song, I'd be like, Yeah, I really like this song. Yeah, so, so like mostly, the vocals on like telling ghosts yeah, yeah. and stuff, you're like, Okay, yeah, no, I yeah. I, I, so I can like,
2: hear yeah.
0: this now. But then so yeah, so it was a lot of the other tracks around it that I, it took a few more listens to get into, but it was yeah, yeah, I'm really glad like there was some of that because that tool stuff really hooked me in and made me want to do a deep dive on the rest of the stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like t- you just mentioned telling ghosts. when I was actually like tool. The
3: more you say, the more you need The more you suck The more you bleed And take your best to listen to the letter
2: The more you suck The more you bleed We're really in yeah, tall well, Yeah yeah. Like, and even like parts of Man Overboard as well, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, there's a bit of like the tool vocals coming through on that as well. Kind of
1: ominous yeah. as well, like sounding a lot like going along that line
2: yeah. but mm.
1: with the electro and drums, etc yeah. But it that had that kind of tool me vibe. Mm. Yeah. Although I still like to think of it as like the anti-tool. anti tool. <laughs> anti
0: Yeah, I, that's that when it hooked me in it was the I really like the tool song and that's what got me in. I'm like but is that what he wants me like I'm not sure he wants me to like it for that reason. Yeah, I think he exactly. wants me to like I feel like I'm doing him a disservice by going, mm-hmm. I really like the tool sounding ones. It's like, yeah, well that's what the tool fans would all be saying as well, but that's not actually what he's aiming for. Yeah, exactly. But I
1: remember when a perfect circle came out and I had all my tool friends going, I can't believe he's done a perfect circle. Like he's ruined tool for us. Ah, he's, yeah. made, he's made pussy music. It's all yeah. it's all orchestral, etc. And I was like, it's still a good, it's a good yeah. record. Just Just because it's the same dude doesn't mean that it discounts their other catalogue of music. And I think they all have their own distinctive
2: sounds as well. Like I play a game with my um, husband because he's more into like – he's into some alternative rock stuff but mostly like old school hip-hop. So when we're driving um, on road trips, I play a game called – Tool, A Perfect Circle, Pussifer, and if a song by one of them comes on, he has to tell me from the sound (laughs) of the music what he's listening to. Nice. And nine times out of ten he gets it right because, I guess, one, he's so used to me playing it, but he (laughs) can hear the differences between the different bands.
1: Mm. And that's cool. It's good that you're not just going, oh, my solo project is exactly like my other project but stripped. Bear a little yeah. bit but it is it's is a different sound mm. if i played that game with my partner he would say i don't know what any of the words you just <laughs> said <are."> <laughs> um <laughs> it would be a very very different game he would be turn it off
0: yeah please so have they ever toured australia
2: twice nice have you, yes. have you seen them both times both times so nice. the first time um they played like quite an intimate show at the tivoli mm. um i got there super early and queued up so i could get a spot upstairs nice um the second time they toured was with um, the Money Shot Tour where they brought a troupe of Mexican wrestlers with them.
1: Right. So standard standard yeah. tour standard on tour. rider. What do you need on your yeah. rider? Yeah. Mexican, Mexican <laughs> wrestlers, wrestlers. Evian water. So what
2: I did with that show was they sold these VIP packages where you could buy a ticket in the front row with a bunch of all this other stuff like signed things that I, you know, it's that's cool but I didn't care about that. I wanted to sit. Front row centre to see him perform. Yep. I can't do that with Tool. Like, people can't see me on the podcast. Yeah. I'm tiny. Yeah. <laughs> I would get murdered. Yeah. So this was my opportunity to go and sit in a nice theatre show.
0: So where, Sorry, did you say where they played?
2: That was at the convention centre. So okay, first yep. time at the Jubilee. Yep. second mm-hmm. time at the convention centre. Crap venue, at yeah. Convention Center, like yeah. the sound is awesome. It's not a
0: music venue,
2: but one of the coolest things I got to do as part of that before the band came on, they had a Mexican wrestling kind of performance, mm-hmm. and I got to go and sit on stage with other people who like bought the VIP tickets and like watch it um, nice. from the bleachers, which was kind of cool,
3: yeah. But
2: yeah,
1: that was like a really amazing experience for me. Cool. So, you didn't get like a lock of his hair or anything like that, no, no, beat. no, no,
2: no. And to be honest, like I'm not that kind of fan, <laughs> um, I'm very much into the music music and the project and the experience and to see that from
1: the perspective I had was just Mm. out of this world. Nice. That sounds awesome. I'm definitely going to check out the videos because this sounds up my alley. (laughs) That's cool. So what other tracks did you, that really struck out for you as going, oh, this is a Pussifer classic? Okay, well... To be honest, it changes almost
2: every time I listen to it, <laughs> which I think Depending is... on your mood? Well, not even on my mood. I, something will just suddenly click that didn't click before. Yeah. Um, like what I said earlier with, you know, monsoons, didn't rate it. I used to skip over it quite a lot and then I listened to it yesterday and went, oh, my God, as it kind of builds up, mm. it made sense to me. Um, but, you know, p- Conditions of My Pro obviously is a standout um tiny monsters and telling ghosts also amazing um i think my favorites on the album are probably green valley and tumbleweed just because they're so different
0: yeah so i found with monsoons um that that put me in mind of radiohead a lot when they jumped from like the okay computer to kid a and it's like very click and beat percussion and that's Mm -hmm. a lot of that sort of stuff Just him singing, but they actually start using his vocals and warping them a little bit, which they do sort of later on in the album as well. But yeah, it really put me in mind of that experimental, like we're going to try and play around with what makes our sound, which is really yeah. cool.
2: And like Horizons is one of those tracks that, like, I enjoyed from the outset, but then didn't really click for me until I saw it in a live setting, okay. and then kind of felt this overwhelming kind of emotional experience with that, yeah. and went, oh, okay. That makes sense now. Yeah. Um, and then, interestingly, when I was sitting next to this guy in the front row waiting for them to come on, he said his favorite song on the album um, was The Rapture. And I was like, Really? Of all the songs of that album, that's your favorite. But then, with repeated listens, I've gone, Okay, I get that as well.
3: I'm about to
1: I really enjoyed the rapture I really like
0: that one, yeah Just like that slow dread The slow build up of dread And that's another way Like you look up the lyrics And it's like There's actually only like like Seven lines of lyrics In the whole song
1: Yeah I love the biblical references Yeah Because i Like my partner knows the Bible quite well so he told me a lot about it uh, in the past and so uh, lyrically like yeah yeah, I understand that reference (laughs) (laughs) I understand that Cain was the first murderer he killed his own brother that's pretty cool he dropped it like he was like in envy of him this and the other and you're like that is with the other lyrics on that particular song in the rapture that is a completely appropriate biblical reference I approve you
0: but then it's also like it's named the Rapture Fear is a Mind Killer mix. Yep. Is there another mix or is that just him pissing off like trolling people? Oh
2: look, there's probably other mixes. I've yeah. heard that there's remixed versions of this album as well, as yeah. there are with all of the albums. So yeah I do not I d I don't I haven't delved too far into the remixes mm-hmm. um, because I am a little bit of a puss of a purist. That said, I listened to a few recently and they were very enjoyable.
3: Yeah. Cool.
1: I liked On the Oceans when it started because, do you know the band The Knife from
2: Sweden?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: When it intro, the intro to that very much sounded like that really paired back electro dirty yeah. Swedish kind of like, well, yeah. like Scandinavian electro sound. <laughs> nice harmonies so um he left space for the vocals in that one in a way that hadn't in some of the others so i think it was just a i really enjoyed listening to oceans yeah and yeah so having the having a comparison to the knife i was like oh i wasn't expecting to put these people together
0: in yeah head. so i think it was karina round who did most of the uh Vocals, the guest, the not guest, the backing sort of duet. Anytime there was a woman's voice on there, that, I think that was her. So, yep. she's got, she's done a whole bunch of stuff with different bands and got her own solo projects and stuff like that yep. as well. So. And,
2: and interestingly, if you look at the um, personnel listing off the most recent album, she's now listed as lead vocals. Right. So, anytime there's a puss of a track, chances are you're going to hear her on it. Yeah. Um, okay. Both times they've toured here, she has been with them as well. Yeah, cool.
0: Yeah, you no, know, she was really good. And, like, yeah, a lot of her vocals all through the album were really fantastic.
1: But they complement it as well. So yeah. You know how sometimes um, you get a guest vocalist in and it just sounds, like, a bit grating, like they don't work well. Yeah. Uh, and it's... you. I guess with Maynard's got such a particular sound, to find somebody that can harmonise with his particular sound, and it still sounds really beautiful together, yeah. that's rare. So I was impressed that. So was it Karina? Yeah. Karina, yeah. Yeah. So I really enjoyed listening to them, them play off each other on the different tracks. It
3: was good.
0: I really like telling ghosts like it's one of the tool songs but it's one. i love that it's like it's just soft in all the um verses and then in the chorus is like this yeah. whomping power rock and the, the lyrics of the more you take the more you need the more you suck the more you bleed the dead know better so listen to the letter the more you suck the more you bleed and just to have Maynard just screeching that in, in his trademark sort of vocals was really cool.
1: Yeah,
3: it's very I, intense and then
2: it
0: yeah. just kind of slows back down. yeah, again. it's sort of up and down, it's really cool.
1: I totally wrote exactly the same lyrics uh, yeah. um, <laughs> as well and highlighted them. Uh, but yeah, I've and sixteen year old me is just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'm so into this right now, yeah. I'm so yeah. into this track. <laughs> That was cool. And uh, like then it moves, uh, that's the one where it, where it moves into Horizons, which is like more about the landscapes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah
0: I really liked Horizons. That was cool.
1: The, but that's, yeah, because that's got the simple piano. But yeah. I don't know if we have talked about that one. Yeah. Um, uh, I like Toma.
0: Yeah, Toma's yes. really cool.
1: So I never used to like Toma.
2: Yeah, it, it used to be one of my least favourites off the album and now it's like right up there with one of the favourites. Also look at the video for that song, by the way. Oh, okay. cool. Not not as close as Conditions of My Parole in terms of like the um, kind of whole storytelling aspect, but it's still quite enjoyable to watch. Mm.
1: And the, uh, in it in the lyrics, when he shouts Toma a lot, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, shouts Toma Gooey, and do you know what that means? No idea.
0: No, don't really
1: care. Wrote, wrote it down,
0: but I, did, I didn't know what it was.
1: Tomagui, uh So it's it's Spanish for "take that, dude." Yeah. Right. So like Makes in your face or whatever. So yeah. So he's shouting "toma, toma, 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 gui." Um, so he's saying, you know, take that, take that, take that, dude. Um, which take is, that, tool fans who
3: do yeah. not like
2: Yeah,
1: this yeah, take that tool. So uh, it's really and so that's just in spanish i had to i had to figure it out yeah but what's weird is it has an umlaut but it's in spanish and it confuses <laughs> the hell out of me so no because
0: that that one it's it's wailing and it's gnashing in the verse and you think oh it's just going to be just a non-stop stream of that and then for the chorus it kicks in to be more melodic mm-hmm. and then when it comes back to the verse it's more like tight and just crunching yeah. really like normally yeah it'd be the other way around
1: that's where it kind of for me mixed the style of both Yeah, totally. Yep. Like it had that kind of both of those vibes for me, which I liked because I was always a fan of both. Yep. And now you're a fan of Pussyfra, I oh, hope. now I'm adding it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Now I've now I've got access to even more. And I didn't know that there was a link to Eagles of Death Metal with one of the
0: yes. with one of the musicians as well. Yep. So I'm just
1: like Man, all of my worlds are coming together because they right. eagles linked to queens of the Stone Age, which link. Oh, yep. Everyone's like, connected, and then you've got the desert sessions, yeah. and it's all everything's connected. And there's mm. like so a primus connection
3: in there as well. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's all happening. See, this is why I didn't click on those names on the, in the <laughs> wiki
0: because I was like, I'm just going to get into a deep dive here and you you not do. be able to come back. You
3: just I know. Keep
1: on going. You do. That, that, that's but that's the joy of yeah. doing a podcast where we literally do a deep dive on a different record every yeah. couple of weeks Yeah. And so uh yeah it's it's exhausting liam
0: yeah, it why is. did you make it me can, do be, this it can be very exhausting My
2: well brain. that's why i chose this album to be honest i'm sorry but i wanted to give you guys a challenge so yeah, no. <laughs> yeah well,
1: hey i was a tool and a perfect circle fan so mm. you so no 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 yeah. um, I, <laughs> yes
2: but you could have hated it you could have said it's not tool i don't like it which you know a lot of tool fans do yeah
1: that's true i know but i've gotten old so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like to i like to chill out a bit more and, this, and i also really enjoy electro so i was like mm. yeah well, this that, is that's the thing i like about pussifer i think for the time i am at
2: in my life i still love tool but pussifer is a perfect com- complement to you know where i am now mm. so i think it's you know a better fit with you know my personality um you know my stage in life
1: that's fair enough. Yeah, I like it. I'm kind of in a similar. Yeah. I must say, on Flawless, I've I've won two of the Flawless with the th- with the three main hosts, and they've both been with English folk songs. So, really uh, like soft, folk English folk <laughs> soft English folk albums. Soft English folk albums. So, um, you know, we we're at a stage I yeah. think sometimes. Yeah. So I think we we need to uh, check. Well. Maybe we're just more bit.
0: forgiving on English folk than everything else. Maybe. Maybe you
1: just you take sympathy on me. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Um, uh, I really like the weaver uh, as well. That's that set comes in after conditions of my parole, where I was like, hello! Um, yeah. The weaver comes in um, and I got to learn a new word. Um, what word was that? Uh, in the lyrics,
3: uh, it, it says yeah,
1: There's a word, elegical, right, which means expressing sorrow or lamentation. So he says, allegical songs I live and tell. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, oh. that's really beautiful. You, yeah. made, you made me dictionary.com and yeah. <laughs> uh, I
2: figured out a new word. So you're um, now kind of changing my mind on the spot because at the moment, that's my least favourite song on the album. Right. But that could change tomorrow. Right. (laughs) And I'll listen to it now with, you know,
1: that in mind and go, oh, yeah, okay, now that one makes sense more. Maybe it's really nice instead. Yeah. Well, because yeah, it it's got he even talks about spinning and weaving like threads in a tapestry, and but if he's talking about songs of lamentation, it's like oh, that's actually really that's he's like l- talking about himself and his mm. works, yeah. et cetera, um but it's uh got those sweet harmonies um but then uh heavier drums, so i it was kind of like a nice mm. combo, yeah.
0: yeah, I really like Tumbleweed, I really love the last song isn't it it's just beautiful? nice and beautiful and just. Gentle, gentle and, yeah, harmonic and melodic and really nice.
2: And I think Tumbleweed is one of the ones I haven't seen them play live and right. I've always wanted to see them yeah. play live. I think I've seen it on um, a live like DVD they've got yep. but hasn't been on any of the Australian set lists that I'm aware of. Right. And,
1: but I think yeah. you need two banjos for this one because yeah. I was yeah. listening to it um, and I have a banjo I'm terrible at and it does a mixture of plucking and flailing yep. on yep. the banjo. So I was just like... And I was listening to it intently when I was because of that particular reason because I've written hello banjo because yeah. <laughs> um, I like to remark on particular instruments yeah. hello
0: banjo no, not just mark on them say hello to them
1: I say hi hello hello uh, yeah so it does go from uh, it does the simple plucking of, on the banjo to the flailing on the ban- banjo as well so yeah. um, I think you'd need depending on the how uh, other people are probably way better than me <laughs> but uh, yeah I think you might need two banjos. Yes, it's layered. Dueling,
0: dueling banjos. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> uh,
1: no, um, but yeah, but it was two and a half minutes of that song before even the drums kick in. Yes, so, which I, it was like a nice refrain.
3: Mm.
0: And it's a nice, it's that closer track again. It's like it's that nice calm reprieve after yep. you sort of easing into the the ether. <laughs> the ether. I really oh liked God.
3: it. <laughs>
1: I like that. I like the fact that at the end of the Pussifer album, you're in the ether.
0: Yeah, I'm ready to smooth out.
1: That. Nice, that's cool. Um, have you got any other tracks that you want to call uh, out? No, I
0: think we've t- Like, I think three times you've said your favorite lyrics, and I've gone, "Yeah, like those are literally the ones I've written down." So <laughs> I think you've touched on all the ones that I really liked. Um, yeah, some of the some of the softer ones, I, I struggled to get into. Like, I was looking for a bit more of a through line sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, all the ones. Try See, again. I, I sound <laughs> I feel terrible saying it. It's like all the ones that sounded like tool loved it. Yeah. And then it's some of the other ones it took a little bit more and a little bit more to get into. It was yep. a bit sort of yeah. A bit yep. there.
1: Um, can I just remark on the fact that I hadn't said this earlier, but in Tiny Monsters in the middle, there's a little bit which sounds like Tron. Um, yeah, so <laughs> actually, yes, I can hear it in yeah. my head now. When I, I, yep. was, just, yep. yeah, I was just like, Oh, because I had no, no, I, when I first heard it, I had no idea what to expect, had nothing no obviously had no context around mm. it. And so I was just like, Oh, is this where we're going with this record? Yeah. But then that's not repeated anywhere. <gasps> no. Either. There's nothing like that no. again in the record. So I was like expecting going, Ah, oh, I have this like whole electro synth vibe coming yeah. up mm. uh, to expect from the record. And then it's like, nah, curveball. Yeah. You could have almost like taken that little
2: piece and put it on that like Daft Punk, Tron album and it yeah. would have just like fit in fit perfectly. Because
0: well, it, it reminded me of Blade Runner. That was what it yeah. put me in mind of yeah. 80s Blade Runner synthy sort of stuff. So. Yeah,
1: see. So we, we can't, because it's uh, when I, I get very visual when I'm mm. listening to music and yeah. so like I, I, as we've talked about with the landscapes and stuff. So there's a mixture of I'm in Tron and then I'm in Arizona, yep. and now I'm playing banjo. I'm very confused. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very confused. You've taken me on quite the journey. Wait yeah. and MJK. see what happens
2: to your brain once you watch the video. Oh, <laughs> it'll be different again. Oh, please. Oh, my goodness. I'm you doing... might end up in a trailer park. I'm That's not, all I'm going to say. I'm not
1: even drinking right now. I don't know if I can <laughs> handle that information. <laughs> we'll have to see. Cool. So, yeah, I think we've called out like the, uh, the yeah. tracks like
0: that. So, Kylie, did you have any other songs you want to talk about or are you ready to give us your final pitch?
1: I'll give you my
2: final pitch. Awesome. Um, I like that this project is kind of 100% um, Maynard's project. He's in control. You're listening to what he wants you to listen to. I like that there's a bit of like a sense of humour underpinning everything that Pussifer does. Um, and I like that you have to work hard at this album. You're probably not going to love it on the first listen. Yeah. You're going to have to keep trying and wait for little bits, of pe- bits and pieces to kind of make sense to you. Cool.
0: Awesome. George, Hello. final thoughts and thumbs up or thumbs down?
1: So my final thoughts was I forgot to mention that I really liked it in Man Overboard when there's really creepy whispering in the background. <laughs> <Yes. past. laughs> the on deck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all right. It was, yeah. Yeah, I freaked out earlier. Uh, yeah, so cool. So um, I had n- no idea what to expect when I came into this record. And as I said, I thought that someone was ripping off Maynard and then <laughs> o- he was ripping off Maynard. So it was all right. Um, so I found it a difficult listen. I really enjoyed loads of elements of it, but because I'm a big electro fan and because I'm a big, because I was a big tool fan and a perfect circle fan and like whatever, um, some of the things jarred for me. I didn't find necessarily that the electro sounds matched the other instruments that Mm -hmm. were being played at the same time. There's a bit too much emptiness I think I think there's could have been extra layers. I yeah. d- I was just looking for some more layers. That's why I was surprised that it wasn't the debut album because it, like if it was a debut album it would have been like a... I um, I would have been expecting him to be figuring stuff out when it comes to yeah. putting together like the instrumentation layers and stuff. Um, so that's why for me it's not a flawless record because yeah. it just it, it but it, it is something I need to listen to more. It As sounds you like said. you're
2: ready to graduate to money shot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're ready for the next level. There you go. <laughs> but maybe you want to put me on the money shot. <laughs> like, like I, I yeah, listeners, I'm scared. Uh, yeah, no, that makes sense. So it was a, it was a good listen, and I did go through it a few times, definitely, to end. Um, I was investigating the lyrics, loved the landscapes and loved yep. so much about it. But for me, it wasn't yet
0: a flawless record.
1: Yeah, Mr. Liam?
0: Cool. Um, I'm unfortunately also going to say not flawless. I knew I,
2: this was coming. I,
0: I found it It was a challenging listen. And then as I was listening to it, so all the tall ones I really, really loved, the other ones that don't sound like them, I'd listen to it through and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I can really see what they were going for. Yep. And I really enjoyed it. And then the next time, I, even just by the next time I listened to it, I'd have lost what I was listening to at that time so yeah. some of the really softer ones so like um monsoons i didn't really get into that much um oceans and the weaver i didn't really didn't really hook that much but yeah. then i'd have one listen to it like i probably listened to it like a dozen times and it's like oh yeah now i get it and then by the next time i'd have lost it again yeah but there was one thing that stayed consistent all the way through and that is that this album has the perfect opening song and it's at number two the Green Valley is a perfect opening Isn't song. It it's great. just this beautiful tiny little riff to start. Yep. And then like more elements just keep coming in one at a time and one at a time and one at a time. Yeah. So it's just this and like beautiful harmonising yep. lyrics and big punchy stuff and it just takes off and takes off and takes it, off. So it just, just, just gets better and better. And it's better. the perfect opening, but I skip number one to get to it every time I listen to it now. Yeah. So ah, now so I'm so like, I'm
3: okay. skipping So
0: now so I don't mind tiny monsters. But as soon as I started looking at my, man, I'm like, man, I'm one button away from Green Valley. And Green yeah, Valley's like yeah, my favourite yeah. song and it's perfect opening. So, yeah, because of the skippable track, I couldn't give it flaws either, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, I definitely really liked it and, yeah, I'm keen to hear some of their other stuff and I've never listened to a Tool album properly either so I'm thinking maybe it's time to go back and listen to some Tool stuff but they're not on Spotify so I'm not sure how I'm going to do that. Well I've
2: you'll got... have to legitimately purchase <laughs> some CDs. I'm
0: pretty sure I've got Anima on my iTunes somewhere I just have to dig it up and I I'll have... borrow some stuff from George.
1: I've got some CDs
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> literally I'm pointing yeah. at them right now. And
2: then you can catch up before I think it's the 30th of August when I think the new album drops. Right yeah. is that confirmed
0: confirmed? Confirm Confirm. Okay sweet. Yeah. There you go. I look forward to hearing what Tool fanboys have to think of, have to say about it.
2: Yes, although I would like Tool fans to listen to Pussifer a lot before then. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Do your, do your homework, Tool yeah. fans. Yes. Yes.
0: Cool. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Carlin. For, for having nominating a great album. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we have a Facebook, a Twitter, and an Instagram. We are Flawless AMP on all of those, so check us out. Uh, leave us a comment, like us, give us a rating. Every little bit that you can do helps us find music lovers just like you. And as I mentioned earlier, we also have the Patreon. So it's patreon.com flawlessamp You can check us out there. Uh, other than that, thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time.